Welcome to the Delta Flyers. I am your host, Garrett Wong. And of course, as always, my co-host is Mr. Robbie Duncan McNeil. Hey, Robbie. Hello, sir. How are you? I'm doing well. I just want to bring up one thing. First of all, a yes. couple of episodes, we reviewed Macrocosm and we talked about how we were at the halfway point. A lot of our fans went ahead and posted on Patreon saying that we are not at the halfway point. Halfway point would be all of season three and then half of season four. Because we were thinking three yes. and a half. Yeah, we're not, we're, we're not even at the halfway point. So. I know. I, I, I think I saw something about that. Yeah. Like, oh my yeah. God, how yeah. stupid. Of I course. know. Of course. Our math is completely off. We yeah. were completely yeah, thinking yeah. the other way. So that is not right. Okay. Um, good. So we have more. We have yeah. more to do. Good. Exactly. We have more awesome. to do. So that's a good thing. So this week's episode, we're yes. going to be what talking. Uh, we're going to be talking and reviewing Coda. Coda is the episode. Coda. Yeah. I feel like I had a lot of these scripts for years. Like I had a collection of scripts, you know, of our show that I kept for years. I don't yeah. know where that is now. Yeah. I feel like I had a lot of extra copies of Coda for some reason. <laughs> like in my mind, I see it on the cover. I'm like, I feel like there was a ton of Coda scripts. I don't know yeah. why I got. Yeah. I don't know if that means, you know, I was in a, in it a lot. I, I doubt it. It's just random. Anyway. Well, well random. you know, it's funny because I, I always recall, you know how Johnny Phillips, John Ethan Phillips is always joking around, right? The yes. guy's always joking around. I used to remember he would he would name off just episode titles talking about, you know, something about how important making a joke. About yeah, them. making a joke. And he was like, he would say, well, you know, and, and Coda would be one of them. Well, what about Coda? Coda is a really fabulous. He would make this thing. <laughs> he doesn't, I'm off sure camera. he doesn't remember anything about it. No, this no. is always off camera and he's always joking, right? So um, Coda is one of those names. Well, let's right, go watch Coda. Yes, yeah, so let's go watch this episode and okay. um, we'll be right back, guys. And for all of our Patreon patrons, please stay tuned for What Do We Remember? Hey, guys, we're back from watching Coda. Yes, we are. Huh. This feels like a repeat. Like, this feels like starting, Groundhog Day. It's like Groundhog yes, Day. Right? Starting a recap right now feels like a repeat. <laughs> I get you. All right. I feel like we've been here before. We have been here before. Oh my goodness. Wait a minute. Andy Were we M? talking about a Andy talent M? show? What? Was there a talent show? What? Okay. What did you do in that talent show? We, we, didn't, we didn't even talk about this. Oh. What, do you, what do you think Tom Paris did in the talent show? Uh, I'm going to say, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, I don't know. What were you going to say? Oh, I was going to say you did a slide presentation on 20th century vehicles. Yeah, something that like that. Good. That okay. sounds good. All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Okie dokie. Um, let's, let's start with our poetry. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I almost did you have more, more talent for Tom Paris? Well, yeah, I did. I was, I was going to say that you, you, Tom Paris shows us how to do 20th popular 21st century dances like the Macarena and um, yes, you know things like absolutely. that maybe Tom led I, everyone I think in. you're right I think I think Tom is a dancer okay for sure yeah. all right good let's hear your right, haiku. Here's haiku here's for Coda my haiku you ready yes I'm ready lots of mouth to mouth Janeway caught in a death loop resist space daddy yeah, there you go. I try not to laugh. There, there was lots of mouth to mouth, and I just, she caught a death loop, and I never trust the space daddy. That's all I got to say. Did Rebecca help you with that one, or did you? Was that I all will, yours? I will not reveal. 
<laughs> if I get assistance. I will never. Oh, never okay. You're not going to give up. Give up your source. Give up your uh, nope. contact. Your secret. Uh, okay, fine. All right. Here's my limerick. Here we go. Yes. My limerick for Coda. There once was a captain named Janeway who was caught in a time loop highway. She continued to die. Fake dad tried to pry her away from her normal work day. Ooh, I like <laughs> it. That's one of my favorite ones. Thank I you. Like that. That's a good limerick. It was that, worth the extra time. I know that took know 40 you. minutes to come yes. up with. <laughs> I, it was worth it. Thank you. I felt like my last few limericks have just been kind of rambly. And I thought, well, let me just stick to the typical limerick structure that people are really used to hearing. So. It was it was right in the pocket. I, th you. I thought that was a good one. Ah, Very good work. Thank you. I'm, good I'm, work. I feel so justified and validated now. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Written by Jerry Taylor, directed by Nancy Malone, who I don't even Nancy. remember. You what? don't remember Nancy? Please tell me who, to explain who Nancy was. Nancy was very good friends with Kate. Very dear friends, honestly. What? And I don't know if they were friends before. I don't remember if Voyager was the thing that brought them together, but they stayed very dear friends until Nancy Malone passed away. And I, I think about six or eight years ago, they were very close. I think they spent time in Ireland together. Oh, oh. after Voyager was done. Nancy was... I don't know how many episodes she directed, but I remember her vividly. And she's, let's talk about Nancy for a minute. She yeah. was one of the pioneers of female directors. She started as an actress, I remember. Um, she was from New York, started as a model. She's beautiful and talented actress and model. And by the time I think she got in her 40s, she realized that the roles for women at that point were not very good or challenging. Mm -hmm. And so she sort of, uh, led the way. She was one of the first female executive uh, producers and directors. Wow. And uh, she founded something I think called Women in Film, which is still a very powerful and yeah. um, important organization. Yeah, Nancy was a, a groundbreaker in terms of female directors and mm -hmm. producers and executives. She, she was uh, awesome. I loved Nancy. I thought she was great. A true pioneer. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I feel bad now because I really don't you know, I was watching the credits and I just sat there and I thought, why do I have no recollection of this person? I that's, just don't, I, I don't remember speaking to her, meeting her, um, having her give me any direction on anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, usually I remember a tidbit or at least some yeah. type of interaction, interaction or a personal story about um, a director, a director but, yeah. know, that we've had. But this director, I plead the fifth. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I can't remember anything about her, unfortunately. I, I don't know how many episodes she directed. I'm sure we could easily find that out, but mm -hmm. uh, I don't think it was many. Okay. Um, and, you know, you and I didn't have much to do in this episode. So yeah. we weren't we weren't involved with Nancy very much. Okay. Um, if she directed other episodes, I'd be curious to know what those stories were. Right. Maybe she directed one where I had a little more to do. Maybe. Or maybe, I don't know, or maybe because Kate has talked about her over the years quite a bit. Yeah. Um, so I feel like I remember her maybe even more than, you know, than I actually do. Yeah. But, I think uh, I do yeah. remember Kate talking about her. That sort of starts to ring a bell now and spending time with her in Ireland. I remember that. Yeah. As well. yeah. How'd you feel about this episode? One, one, from one to 10, 10 being the best. I'm going to give it probably about a six. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Maybe seven, maybe a little bit more. 
Yeah, I was going to go gonna, seven or eight. I was going to go seven higher? or eight. Okay, a little higher, which is you know uh, sometimes we flip a roo. Yeah, I feel like I feel like typically I'm a little lower than your scores. You usually but on this are. One, I think I think I went a little higher. I, okay. I guess I would go seven or eight because I thought the direction was really good. I think Nancy did a great job. I noticed oh, yeah. that before the credits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought it was uh, very well staged and shot, and mm-hmm. um, I also thought Kate did a. A phenomenal job. I mean, it yeah. was a bit of a tour de force for her. Yeah, I thought uh, Robert Beltran um, gave it his all. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll talk about some of those moments. Sure. You know, we sure. get into the story, but um, and I thought overall it was a way that a sci-fi show like ours can deal with kind of spiritual things in a way. Yeah. It was a great. Mm-hmm. It was really well written by Jerry Taylor. I thought to deal mm-hmm. with. Um, spiritual afterlife issues and consciousness and what happens when we die and i thought it was a really interesting premise that in death there you know there's a there's a sci-fi explanation for it you know a version of that that i thought was interesting because okay later on when we get to the end of this you know this episode you'll we'll talk about it but you know there is sort of a sci-fi answer to what happens to our consciousness when we go to a different place and uh, one possible answer for that so anyway and i think maybe my score on this episode is lower because i feel like we've already visited this um theme in season uh one harry kim's episode emanations where he dies and goes back uh, comes back to life and he has to go to another um dimension basically or or he he experiences the afterlife you know so there's those questions there they were already asked by that episode so i felt i felt like this is sort of a rehash you know like this is janeway's version of of afterlife whereas harry that's true and so i enjoyed it for what it was but that's why i rated it a little bit lower than you did um and then we start out let's start out just uh with our recap we're in the corridor and Neelix is with Janeway, and Neelix asked Janeway at the end of this conversation to keep Tuvok busy on the bridge that evening. What is going on? What are they referring to? I am so confused. I, like, huh? I was so confused in that first scene. Yeah. I think intentionally, the first scene they're walking, they're talking about last night was great. Yeah. And uh, and uh, yeah, you were really great, Captain. She's like, right. I don't know. And right. I'm like, what are they talking about? Well, that's the talent show. That's the talent show part. But then I'm assuming they're talking about the talent show now that I filled well, in we the didn't, blanks. They didn't. They yeah, haven't talked about they, the talent show. We don't know. No. Right? No. The first scene, we don't know what they're talking about. No, 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 no. But I'm filling in the blank after I've seen the whole episode. But I still can't yeah. fill in the blank of that question or that request from Neelix. They, they keep Tuvok busy on on some evening coming up. Like, what's what's going on? I, I think it was just kind of a a, st- a jab at whatever. Tuvok did a reading of something. Oh, that's right. The Vulcan poetry readings. That's yes. probably what it was. Like, I think it was gonna... literally like, keep Tuvok busy because... Mm-hmm. That Vulcan poetry reading that, was painful. That makes sense. That makes I think sense. it was a jab at him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So, yeah. So we don't know in this first scene what the heck they're talking about. No. And then we go on to a shuttle and Chakotay and and the captain are, are off exploring. Mm-hmm. And they're talking about the talent show. That's when we realize, oh, that's what they were talking about. Correct. That's what Correct. Neelix and Janeway were talking about. There, there was right. a talent show. Yeah. And Janeway admits that she did a ballet an interpretive dance called the dying swan <laughs> and Chakotay's well, very complimentary she's like oh yeah that's just a ballet i learned when i was six years old right and i'm thinking <laughs> how how good could this ballet be if it was a six-year-old ballet dance about a dying swan right 
It could not, I, I don't know. I don't care what Chakotay says. It could not have been that amazing. But maybe Janeway's got talents. I don't know. I was dying to I wish I could have seen. I wanted to see the dying swan once she talked about it. Because, yeah. you know, you're not going to peg Janeway for the dancer type, right? No. I mean, she's not talked about dancing before. There's been a couple of instances where she paints something, but yeah. not dancing. Um, and definitely not ballet. So it would have, uh, I would have loved to see her plie. You know, I would, I would have, have loved, have to, loved have to have seen this. And arabesque or whatever yes. these names are that from the ballet world good. that I good, don't know about or guessing. Yeah. You pulled it off. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. All right. So they're in the shuttle and all of a sudden they have some, uh, some turbulence. Yeah. There's kind of a rough entry. Ion lightning, they say. Mm -hmm. uh, there's some ion lightning and there's a hydrazine gas leak. And, yes. and uh, they're very, you know, uh, in, in a lot of danger. Mm -hmm. So they have to make an emergency landing on this planet. Right. And I got to say, in, it was very dramatic suddenly with this uh, ion lightning. And there was a lot of shaking and stuff. I'm going to say I rate their uh, shaking, Chakotay and Janeway's shaking in this scene as a one out of 10. Wow. You they need to are... go back to basics on the shaking. Are you it was telling not... me they need a remedial course in shaking need... 101? Yes. Oh, my goodness. Okay. It was not great shaking. I, I got to say. Not, I'm sorry. I did not get pulled out by the, by the mm. uh, substandard shaking. I didn't notice that. It I was think... zero shaking. They did no interactive. Like the cameras were shaken. But there was zero interactive. They were wow. just, and I was like, "Ah, oh, man, we're in season three, and we, we've know. learned. We yeah. should know about how to shake on the on the shuttle right. with this kind of turbulence for oh, sure. Yeah. We should know that. We should. And and the directors got to the point. I think we might have already talked about this, but how they would call out numbers like um, mm -hmm. the severity of the shake. So if it was a one, it wasn't it wasn't a big shake. It, people just moved yeah. a little bit. And if he's like 10, then there was ah, people were like going all over the place. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we were we were becoming really professional shakers. All of us. I thought we know, were I thought we were much three. better than this. And so I was I'm very shocked. disappointed yeah. in Beltran and and uh, Kate Mulgrew. Yeah. Beltran and Mulgrew need to go back to shake class because that was not great shaking. Uh, okay. I just gotta, we'll leave it there. Well, maybe Nancy Malone needed to speak with Kim Friedman, who sent the exactly. video of how to shake to Who's, us, right? The, yes. the other female director we had on Voyager yeah. could have debriefed um, Miss Malone and yes. had her, you know, know about the shaking properly. Um, I, I also think, think I think if Paris was flying that shuttle, they would have landed fine. They would have been fine. <laughs> I agree. I, you know, Chakotay <laughs> did not have the moves, and I no, think he was no. responsible no. for this crash on the yeah. planet. Paris could have easily gotten out of that ion lightning. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm just saying. You're not going to blame it on the uh, the fire or the lightning, the fire of no. phasers from the Vidians or, or no, the lightning. No, Paris could have. Say, nah. Oh, you could have avoided all that. All right. I, I see. Although I will, I will say there is that little bit of foreshadowing where there, Janeway jokes about the, the next talent show, you know, having Chakotay do something at the next talent show. She says, maybe I can put an apple on my head and you can shoot it off with a phaser. And oh, then yeah. he says, he goes, he goes, yeah. And if I miss, I get to be captain. And that's the foreshadowing <laughs> that basically yes. if she dies, if she dies, yeah, he's which, the guy. Yeah. And that she ends up dying multiple times over and over yes. again. So there is that little foreshadowing moment, which I thought was humorous. And But I like the yeah. banter between those two, you know? Yeah. Unlike the banter we saw in the shuttle between Chakotay and Torres that didn't really kind of move us. It didn't move the needle for us, you know, when we were watching yeah. that. We were a little bit like, hmm. Uh, but definitely you can see how well 
Chicote and the captain get along, you know, more. Yeah. Just- I, and, and I gotta say, and we're getting ahead of ourselves again, yeah. but this episode, like they literally have written multiple episodes now where it's clearly a Janeway Chicote connection. Mm-hmm. Like there's more than just buddy buds. Yeah. Oh yeah. And they've written and 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 then I heard at one comment in this episode where Janeway says deep into the episode, she's like, I can't leave. I want to see if if Paris and, and Torres, you know, can Stop get over fighting. there. Yeah. Stop fighting and become friends. And I'm like, what are you talking? They haven't written anything for Paris and Bellana yeah. really yet. Right. I mean, we're we're, you know, as we recap, we're looking into every moment, but there's really Correct. nothing there. Yeah, but yet there's totally something there with Jane Winchicote, and they just never, never followed through. So I'm with the shippers on this one. I, uh, yeah, I think uh, you know they've laid a foundation for Chicote and Janeway. It's it's uh, right. strong. And, and sorry to play devil's advocate. There is one little something there between uh, Paris and Torres. We saw that when you guys were inspecting the food replicators uh remember that she came to fix those yeah. food replicators yeah. and there is that little little kind of like cynical or sharp wit that was thrown back and forth a little bit right so i think yeah. that's the very first inklings of a possibility and then for so Janeway, subtle it is subtle compared but then to what Janeway, the, compared to chakotay and janeway right so far in the series right they have a lot more relationship no, no, of, of course of course in comparison we did in comparison yeah. but i do think janeway's line when she says oh i want to see if if tom and 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 uh balana can finally have a have a real friendship i felt like that was a little bit of foreshadowing i think this is the point where the writers thought yep we're going to make those guys a couple. I feel like this is something that mm. maybe, you know, the beginnings of that at least, right? Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. so too. So there, we find them on the planet surface. Janeway is unresponsive and not breathing. Chicote revives her. And I got to tell you, there's a couple of times that I thought Chicote was just going to lean over and kiss Janeway. At that point, after he revived her, there was just this kind of connection or bond. Um, yeah, well, and- a, couple of thing, a couple of things there. One is uh, Beltran carried... Kate Mulgrew from the shuttle yes. into the cave. Yes. And we've talked about this before. It's not as not, easy mm-mm. to carry another human being. Another adult as, human being. Yes, Let's as often when we're filming, that's something that you get stump people to do or mm-hmm. you. So I was very impressed that Beltran carried her, picked her up, carried her across to the caves mm-hmm. and set her down. I know they did that in peace as he probably they broke it up so he didn't ever have to do that full carry but that was impressive but you know that he did that yeah and and that was them that was not doubles or faked in any way right um and then when he's giving her cpr she's knocked out he got so passionate yes he did like he did he was like you know Catherine. yes you know trying to revive her again it's like you see he's got strong feelings this is not just a a colleague yeah you know trying to help out another colleague did you get that sense Uh, that he was going to lean over and kiss her at all yes yes just checking there was a there was a moment after yeah after he revives and he says uh you set up a homing signal and then they sit there for like a long beat and just sort of look in each other's eyes. And then he gets up and goes, What? Um, really? After they talk about yeah. the homing, they talk about the homing beacon and then they they stare into each other's. I don't remember. Yes. Okay. Yes. He yeah. He he says, Okay, you set up a homing beacon. Yeah. And then there's this very long look where he's still she's laying down and he's just looking kneeled over her, her, looking at her. It was very strange. <laughs> and then 
And then he walks back to the to the shuttle and she's right. adjusting her combat. She's gonna yeah, turn yeah, yeah. into the thing. Okay. And then and then she's like, he comes back, he kind of scans the outside of the shuttle, and she's like, What were you looking at? And he goes, Oh, it's phaser burns on the hall. I think we were shot down. This wasn't right. ion lightning. This was right. uh, an attack. Yeah. There's a Vidian signature. That's right. On these uh, things. Uh, and so so he says, kill the kill the homing beacon. Yeah, they're going to find us. She says this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they could find us. So she goes to turn off the homing beacon. And and sure enough, uh, there's life signs. And yeah. they're surrounded. They got to go into a cave. Yeah. They, they run into the cave. And just as they get in the cave, they're surrounded by Vidians. And there's a Vidian attack. They shoot Chakotay. Down he goes. And then... One of the Vidians comes over and grabs Janeway by the neck and he's yeah. choking and choking yeah. and choking her. Yeah. And she's dying very dramatically. You know, I know there's there, I know there must be self-defense courses when you're going through Starfleet. It just looked like Janeway and Chakotay just had no skills to even try to defend themselves. They seem to be overrun too quickly. Very way, quickly. Right? Well, there were a lot of Vidians. There were a lot. They were in all sides of the cave, all around. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, she uh, goes down and she's like, uh, 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 yeah. you know, choked out. Yes. Dies. Yes. And all of a sudden, boom, the same shot back in the shuttle mm-hmm. where we see them start to talk about the talent show again. Yeah. yeah. What the heck? They're talking about the talent show for a second. And then all of a sudden they went, wait, wait, we've been here before. Like yeah. they remember yeah they remember that this is a reset and they're yeah. like okay let's avoid we're not going to take the same steps let's not right. you know land on that planet mm-hmm. and they're trying to change their choices so that they don't repeat the same moves yeah but this vidian ship approaches right and there's a vidian ship and their shots fired and the shuttle explodes and yeah you know so she died she Again. died in the cave and she died for the second time. Yeah, yeah. They were just to mention they were about to eject the warp core, but they didn't have time to, and the entire shuttle explodes. So that's how she dies the sh- second time. Exactly. Right? So she they try it again. A, yep. They try it again. They're back in the same situation, and this time they try a tachyon burst, and now that does something because the the Vidian ships all of a sudden disappear. Yeah. So now yeah. the shuttle heads back to Voyager. So they get back to Voyager. They're on the bridge. By the, by the way, let's go back to tachyon burst. Let's get rid of this. Yeah, this uh, shuttle mm-hmm. and uh, and Rebecca reminded me when Beltran is saying tachyon burst. Yeah, there is a blooper reel. There's a blooper reel. It's like five minutes long of Voyager stuff. Yeah, and there's a whole section, big section of it where Beltran and Kate keep cracking up in the <laughs> shuttle because he can't say tachyon burst. It's this, this scene. Is the scene. Oh. Yes, this is the scene. This is the scene where he just keeps. <laughs> screwing up his line over Beltran over and you remember when he screwed up a line he would get so mad <laughs> he would yeah he would I mean this is a guy who you know his preferred way of acting is Shakespearean plays right yes. so when yes. he's doing sci-fi which is not his cup of tea it's hard to remember the techno babbles I'm I'm, I'm really standing up for Beltran here I mean he, <laughs> If you're doing something you really don't care much for, a genre that's not your favorite, um, you're gonna not get lines right. 
Yeah, this is the blooper reel. You can Google it. It's on <laughs> YouTube or somewhere. Look for the tachyon burst. Oh, that my is God. Right Very funny. Okay, let's continue. So now they're on the bridge, and yep. Janeway realizes when she starts talking about the time loop, nobody knows what she's talking about. She's like- Not uh, even Chakotay. Not even Chakotay. So she's like, she is the only person that experienced this time loop. Okay, so now she has yep. to go to the sick bay. The doctor runs a microscope. But, but, but important dis detail- Mm -hmm. she's she's describing this and Chakotay yeah. says I remember the first part that you described when we crashed on the planet okay but I don't remember anything else All so right. that's important detail yes you're right so mm -hmm. that little detail to me was a clue of like okay the first part but she went off on her own journey after that yeah you know and, and to me okay mm -hmm. yep so she, she took this other path and so now yep. she's in sick bay and the doctor has run a microcellular scan, which shows that mm -hmm. Janeway has actually contracted a disease. And guess which disease? The Vidian phage, the disease yeah, that nobody wants. Phage. Yeah, she has the uh -huh. phage, or I want, we could say it phage. <laughs> yes, the phage. <laughs> the phage. Yeah, so um, the phage happens and basically the doctor explains to her and also hallucinations are part of the early symptoms of phage. So this is what's going on. You've been having hallucinations. Um, yeah. And that's that whole thing with being attacked. And she's also like, how did I get this? Yeah. How, how could I have possibly gotten this? Yeah. And he said, well, you had physical contact when she was choked right. in, the, uh, in the cave. Right. She had some physical contact. And she, so she might have contracted it there. But she and, also uh, argues, she goes, I've, we've had close physical contact with Vidians before and nothing happened. So the doctor says, well, maybe the virus has, you know, um, has mutated or mutated something. into another, yeah, another strain of that virus. And right? he quarantines her. He quarantines mm -hmm. her. Poor Just Janeway. like all of us have been quarantined. Yes. For the last year. Yes. Shades He's of pandemic that we're dealing with while watching this yes. episode. That is for sure. And she sleeps for 40 hours. And that sounds like people after their vaccination shot, sleeping for, <laughs> being really tired and just out of it. So she sleeps for 40 hours behind this bioforce field. Um, and she yeah. wakes up, the disease is spreading. And and, um, and she's got the, the phages, you see got, it already. Yeah. She's got the lesions and the marks of the phage and it's yes. happening very quickly. And the doctor explains, you're gonna have a lingering painful, painful death. Mm -hmm. And the only solution the doctor says yeah. is euthanasia. Which is so shocking. Like, what? Yeah, yeah. Like, well, what? I think it's really interesting the way Nancy directed this because she really brought the tone and the volume down in terms of the speaking, you know, the dialogue between Janeway yeah. and the doctor. It's the lowest I've ever heard Janeway talk. You know, it's almost in a whisper at times. And so everything's yeah. very quiet. And so when the doctor, and even the doctor's like that, he matches her level and he's like, yeah. well, there's only one suggestion, Captain, euthanasia. And it's just coming from that line delivery. The audience is like, what? Excuse me? I know. Come again? I, I mean, it was like a record scratch shocked. moment. Yes. Yeah, and it was, and, and back to her direction, it was, uh, mm -hmm. it was beautifully staged and yep. lit. I thought Marvin did a great job because it was very dark in the there. The lighting was wonderful, yes. I agree. Yeah. I agree. It looked great. Um, so he fills the space, he fills the space with um, between the force field with a neural toxin. That's what he tells her in the middle of the conversation. And she's starting to freak and out. She's now. like, no, 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 she's no wait a minute. Stop. Yeah, she can't. Okay. None of her, none of her authorization, her captain's uh, authorization uh, codes are working. So now she is um, basically dying from this neural toxin and we yes. get to see her die yet again 
Um, Again, she dies right. better than she did in the cave. The cave, the cave death bothered me. It was too. I don't know. It didn't. It didn't sound it painful. Quick. It's, it's yeah, but it sounded. It sounded pleasurable. It sounded like she might be enjoying <laughs> it. <laughs> yes. So I like. Uh, I like this death. This death was really asphyxiation. Yeah. She really and she played that well. And I think it's always impressive to watch actors, you know, do a death scene because let's face it, we have no experience of death for real. So we have to really come up with yeah. what we think is going to happen, how do things shut down in us. And I think Janeway does a good job in that, or Kate does it a good job. Yeah. Well, she died in uh, many different ways in this mm -hmm. episode. So very yeah. challenging. Yeah. Yeah. She dies. She dies big in that yep. scene. Bam. Yep. She's out. She's done. Uh, and suddenly we're back in the shuttle. One more time. Back in the shuttle. And it's like, what the heck? Yeah. But this time there's this bright anomaly outside. Yeah, that's the difference. They see the anomaly, right? Um, and they're trying to get away. No, yep. I'm sorry. One person is. Janeway's like, get away, get away. Chakotay's like, no, go towards it. Maybe we're doing the wrong thing. Maybe we need to fly mm -hmm. into it. Um, she disagrees. And of course, fighting against it is the wrong thing because, you know, she basically now has an out-of-body experience where she's seeing Chakotay trying to revive her from this shuttle crash. Yeah. We go back to that first version of the story where they're down on yeah. the planet and he's performing CPR, but she's watching it all right, standing over herself in Chakotay. And he cries so hard when yeah. she dies in that scene. Yeah. yeah, He cries. And I thought Beltran did a, again, like did a deeply job. emotional, yeah. Yeah. great acting, but mm -hmm. also just from a Chakotay Janeway shipper perspective, like mm -hmm. really personal and emotional. I don't know how you come back from, you know, and don't have a relationship with these guys. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. crying was great. She right. even tries to touch him. Janeway uh, tries to touch him and her hand goes right through. So, oh, right, right. Ghost, yeah. let's call her ghost Janeway from now on. So then we follow, uh, you know, unresponsive dead Janeway body back up to sick bay where she yeah. is literally uh, pronounced dead by the doctor at 0320 hours uh, of massive cerebral vascular collapse. That's a yeah. tongue twister for you right there. Massive cerebral vascular collapse. Okay. And Chakotay, you can even see it. He has no lines, but when he realized she's dead, I mean, he's, he's just, he can't even take it. He leaves. No, he, he's done. He you know? leaves in silence. Yeah. And, and, uh, and Janeway this whole time is trying to talk telepathically with Kess. Mm -hmm. She's trying to, she's like in sickbay, like Kess is in there helping the doctor. Yeah. The doctor snapping at Kess while he's trying to save Janeway, yeah. but, but Janeway dies and the, the ghost Janeway, ghost Janeway yeah. uh, is trying to talk telepathically. She's going, Kess, yeah. you can hear me. You have to, you know, you've talked right. telepathically before. Uh, nope, nothing. She Kess uh, heads down the hall yeah. and Janeway is following her. And Janeway's like, you've got to hear me. And she literally stands in front of Kess as she continues to walk down the hall. And Kess walks right through her. Yeah. And suddenly Kess stops and she, she turns around. Yeah. She did feel something. Yeah. Janeway didn't want to give up and, and it worked for a second. Right. Kess felt something. Right. Um, so he jumped to the briefing room. Yeah. And they decide, uh, you know, they're talking about Kess's experience mm -hmm. and Chakotay says uh you know I think Paris says you know it, it might be some kind of alternate dimension in subspace or something mm -hmm. is where she might be yep and uh Chakotay says let's do this yeah. Alana's gonna run a full sub subspace sweep right try to find this uh anything in this subspace alternate dimension right and off they go and they're in engineering. And now we finally see Harry Kim. Um, this is literally, <laughs> yes, <we do. laughs> this is about the halfway point um, of the episode that Harry pops 
his face into a scene and it's um, they're doing a scan and Harry has a really nice uh, little bit of techno babble there. He says, um, mm -hmm. uh, while Torres and Kim are scanning subspace, you hear uh, Harry says, the forward array is ready to scan for temporal phase shifting, chronoton particles, or field flux. And I'm watching me say this line, and I'm like, I don't know where, I, I just, I'm just trying to understand what I was, you know. Um, what you were playing? Yeah, I wasn't sure if I was playing, like, I, I want to ask you. all business. Yeah, just business. I, I feel like yeah. what you were playing is like all business. Like yeah. I'm on this, I'm all business. Yeah. And uh, I don't, you know, it felt realistic. It felt it, organic, it, right? It felt, it felt it organic. Yeah. It, you know, this is what I'm saying, like, because of Chakotay's emotional investment, like mm -hmm. if this were just colleagues, then it would just be all business. Yeah, um, that's true. You know, there would be some emotional connection, but the fact that his response to this event is so yeah. emotional. Yeah. And I think Harry's response is all business. It kind of shows the difference between his, you know, Chakotay's right. personal connection. Most I don't think definitely. Harry. Yeah. And Most then, and, and later on, not to jump too far ahead, but right. later on, right. Harry has a moment where he is emotional, mm -hmm. and, you know, mm -hmm. at the appropriate time, but right now he's all business. Right. Well, the anomaly uh, appears now, right? So the anomaly appears at the door, the entrance way of, of engineering. This light kind this of this light. Yeah, and, and but nobody sees it. By the no, way, no, but but Ghost Janeway does, right? Ghost, Ghost Janeway, Janeway sees, sees it. it, and yeah. as he's walking out, I thought Admiral Paris, like that's what <laughs> that's oh, why that's I was funny. walking out of there. Well, yeah, another silver-haired Starfleet, you know, um, uh, uh, officer it walks out. Yeah, and it turns well, out Len Carriou is the actor. Yes, Len Carriou walks out of this bright light. <laughs> And only Janeway can see him. And I got to pause about Len Carrier for a minute. Yes. I am a huge fan of Len Carrier. I knew you'd be. I, I saw him in the original production of Sweeney Todd on Broadway. Oh, my goodness. The, mus the, the musical opera about yeah. the, the, you know, the barber. The demon barber, yes. Demon barber that kills people. Yeah. And they turn him into pies. But I saw him in very early days of that of that musical on Broadway. And it was profound that experience he was wow. so good oh. the whole the whole production was phenomenal see i'm getting goosebumps and, uh, now by you telling me this yeah i i was uh you know having len carry on our show was huge to me yeah. um, i've worked with len again i've directed him a few times on blue bloods yeah um where he's the the patriarch on that show but right. and i've you know told him every time i get to work with him i tell him about that sweeney todd story <laughs> and uh i had uh, I got his autograph. I bought the program oh, and nice. I got his, his autograph and Angela Lansbury's autograph uh, from that cast. And it was up on my wall, like, you know, uh, pinned up on my wall as, in, nice. when I was a teenager and yeah. uh, was a big, uh, uh, very valuable souvenir for me. It was, yeah. I was a huge fan. So anyway, yeah. yeah. You know, we that's should, Len Carrier. We should do a deep dive of all the actors that we, kind of look up to at some point you know I'd, I'd like to hear everyone else because you you definitely have a lot of people that you've you know admired over the years and and um and you got a chance to work with them again which is fabulous. No, i know it's crazy wonderful um he talks about uh the fact that you know that he janeway's dad drowned under the polar well, yeah. ice cap what? he walks oh, out and he's and, he, and, and she goes daddy yeah, that was the first moment. I was like, "She's yeah. daddy." Yeah. I was like, "What?" Because yes, it's me. And she goes, "You can't be you." Yeah, 
you drowned under a polar ice cap. She said, you died 15 years ago. And he goes, that's right. Drowned under a polar ice cap on Tau. Uh-huh. Now, here's the thing. He pronounced it Tau CT prime, where uh-huh. it's spelled C-E-T-I. It should be Tau SETI prime, right? So, Seti, I, yeah. yeah. Or maybe that is the correct pronunciation. But I always thought it was Tau SETI prime. But uh, Yeah, okay. that, that makes, I think you're correct on that yeah. one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he drowned and she's very skeptical. And he says to her, uh, Catherine, you're dead. Yeah. And this is just your consciousness. This mm-hmm. is your consciousness not wanting to let go. Right. Not wanting, not to, wanting cross to cross over. over. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's right. And he says, you know, eventually you will cross over to this, to another state of consciousness. And it's beautiful. It's wonderful. You have to let go. Yeah. And he reminds her of, yeah, of her grief when, when he died and how she felt like his presence. And he, he even uh, described some moments uh, in her memory. She's because she's skeptical at first, like it's not you. Mm-hmm. And he remembers all this detail. And he said, I was like you, I didn't want to cross over. And I remember watching you grieve for weeks and you didn't want to let go until finally you did. And I was able to cross over and it's beautiful. Come with me. Yeah. The words that they wrote for him were it's full of joy and indescribable wonder like that. Yes. Those words are lush and rich. And it makes me think of Willy Wonka and the chocolate factory. And it makes yeah. me think of, you know, something that everybody wants to go check out. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. So we're she's thinking- like, still, she's like, nah, I'm not quite ready. I'm yeah. Right. Tuvok's quarters, he's trying to mind meld with Kess. Mm-hmm. And Janeway's watching, observing all of this. And she's like, you know, Tuvok, you must hear me. You know, you're my one of my closest friends. And they try really hard. Tuvok goes through a lot of Vulcan steps to clear Kess's mind and hear something. And they hear nothing. And so basically, at the end of the scene, they accept that she is dead. Yeah. And uh, Kess leaves. And Tuvok has a wonderful moment where he leaves a log, um, officer's log. Yeah. And he, he's, he just has a very tender, sweet moment where he says she was a good friend that, that I will never replace. Mm-hmm. And Janeway hears this and uh, it's, I thought that was a very tender moment. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Most definitely. Now we're in the mess hall where the memorial service is taking place. Mm-hmm. Um, Torres speaks first and you see Harry sitting oddly in a single chair, like a family portrait. Yes. <laughs> it's yeah. like, what? He was. He was, yeah. was kind of sitting off by the windows and, yeah. you know, had like people behind him. People kind yeah. of in a formation behind him. Yes. Was, in a yeah, really random definitely. formation. Yeah, yes. exactly. And um, I, I'm starting to remember when we were filming that, that, yeah, we were all given these directions of like, okay, you two, you sit, you stand, you stand this way, you stand a little forward. And like there was no order. No, you know, it was all jumbled up, kind of random how people yeah. were placed in that that memorial service, right? There wasn't yeah. a, a official lines of chairs where everyone was seated orderly yeah. like that. It was just yeah. very, very informal. Um, so she talks about how, you know, she didn't get along with Janeway in the beginning. Yeah. and But it was really Janeway that saw something in her that she didn't even see. Um, she saw the wor- the worthiness of Bellana mm-hmm. Torres and that she should be the chief engineer. She's worthy of that. And that she had faith in Bellana Torres. And so Bellana talks about that, the fact that Janeway had faith in her mm-hmm. made it so that she had faith in herself. So really it helped her grow as a person uh, or as a half human person and half Klingon person. And the gift that Janeway gave to Torres and a lot of us is the, is the knowledge that we are better and stronger than we think. Yeah. Okay. Um, then Harry speaks next. 
He tells of a yeah. story of eating ripe fruit on an away mission and how his hands and mouth were stained purple and how Janeway sat down next to him and he looks over and her mouth is stained purple too. And at that point, the interesting camera angle, I'm uh, Harry's completely out of focus and it's just on Janeway and Janeway is listening to Harry's story. And this is, this is something that I don't recall. I don't remember her crying. Um, but then she again, cried. it was, yeah, I wasn't she, looking she just at her. Had like a, a, a quiet tear rolling down her face. It yeah, was more it than was one. Cute. She had both. If you look carefully, oh. she, yeah, she, she had one to begin with. And then it was, then it filled. It was really, it, oh, really, wow. it really welled up, which is now the second time that I've cried now watching Voyager episodes up until this oh. point was watching her cry made me cry in a way oh. um, yeah and i also was, wonder well it was very sweet because harry goes you know she would want us to she wouldn't want us to be sad that's right you know yeah, yeah she'd want us to have good memories and yeah. and you tell the story about the mm-hmm. the you know your mouth all yeah purple and, and, and i and, do think robbie that i got to a point where i had more tear showing Mm. Uh, where she, because remember that shot is of her reaction of me, right? Yeah. Um, and I'm out of focus, but I think that I might have gotten a little bit more teary-eyed at that moment. But you don't see that though, right? Because they yeah. didn't take that that part, that angle, that view um, of Harry talking. It was on Janeway, and, and he says, you know, these are the yeah, yeah. Harry gets very emotional when mm. he says, "These are the times we have to remember." Yeah. And then he he can't he finish. Stumbles. Yeah. And Paris comes over quickly and comforts Harry and kind yeah. of pulls him off, puts his arm on him and you pulls pat him off my arm a lot, actually. You're a pretty good yeah. patter. You know that? Yeah. yeah. I, I remember that. You remember patting me? Okay. I used to that reminds me. I used to like it's better than off camera where you I would shove me. You. Yeah. yeah Robbie would, would actually like shove you. me or push me in a really weird, like sinister older brother way. Like the, the kind of thing where, where like the older brother housing. looks to see, but the older brother looks to see if the mom and dad are looking, they're not looking, and then does the deed. And that's kind of what Robbie would do. <laughs> I did. But I was, on camera, I would, I would rough very caring. Robbie oh. would not roughhouse. Uh, uh, Tom doesn't roughhouse uh, Harry. Robbie does roughhouse Garrett. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Let's make that that delineation <laughs> between the two. Um, and uh, then and then Chakotay says, uh, "Release the pod." Yes. And Richard uh, Starstead, Richard Starstead, uh, who is Robert Beltran's uh, stand-in, actually. Yeah. Is is the one who does he the blows bo- the, the bosun's beep, whistle? Is what it's called. Whistle. Yes. Mm-hmm. Whatever that little noise is. Yeah. And uh, and then Len Carriou. Her dad, uh, Janeway's dad, comes yeah. over and says, it's over, Catherine. Yeah. There is nothing left for you here. Come with me. Let's go. Right. This is at the uh, post-reception later on in the mess hall. Yeah. Time has passed, right? Yeah. A little time has passed. Yeah. Just trying to convince her to leave this reality. This isn't for her. She needs to accept this and move on. Yeah. And Janeway doesn't want to leave because that's mm-hmm. when she says she wants to see what happens with her crew, whether Tom and Bellana will ever stop sparring with each other and develop a real friendship. <laughs> and we're all going, mm-hmm. huh? They're gonna, they're gonna develop more than a friendship. That's what I, you know, was thinking actually in my head. But it was just an odd statement for her to have. Yeah, yeah. They're starting to, you know, the writers were starting to figure out. Okay, let's yeah. let's start laying some foundations here. Okay, down the okay. road. Gotcha. Um, Janeway gets suspicious. Yeah. Janeway gets suspicious. Yeah, they basically argue. Thing. Like she's yeah. really suspicious. He's well, pushing hard. The part where he's pushing is, like, I want to save you from this pain. And then yeah. Janeway is like, well, my dad always made me learn by my mistakes. He didn't hide me from life. Mm-hmm. And he's definitely not going to hide me from death. So who are you? So she knows at that point, this is not. Yeah, him. No. that's right. Very suspicious. They argue. 
And then she has another flash Flashback, where it's yeah. her, her point of view back to that very first story where she was unconscious on the planet. But now it's yeah. now it's her point of view and Tuvok and the doctor, they're trying to revive her mm-hmm. with Chakotay this time. Yeah. She realizes that that's, that's point of view is, is the real part. All the rest is hallucinations. Yeah. And she knows that, uh, you know, this daddy, Space Daddy is not her real dad. Mm-hmm. So she, yeah, we see that 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 she that very first death that that's probably the real story here, right? And that they say something in that point of view. You hear them talk about an alien presence in her injured body. Mm-hmm. Um, I think in the doctor, brain. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Space Daddy, Len Carriou says at one point he says, "I've done this many times, mm-hmm. but I've never encountered someone so resistant." Yeah, and so you start to realize he's admitting he's not. Yeah. He's not the, the daddy thing is a loose. Well, he, he gives up the ruse. He gives it up. Yeah. He's like, okay, fine. You're right. You know, my species helps people who die with crossing over. Right. Yeah. That's it. Your conscience will live in this matrix. And she's going like, okay, that thing is where I'm going to be. And uh, he, she just refuses. She's like, nope, she's too strong. Her will is too strong. And then of course he, his evil voice comes out at the end. Right. So, yeah. He's, uh, he does a really good he, job. He does a really good job. He says, he says, you're in a dangerous profession, Captain. You face death every day. There will be another time and I'll be waiting. Eventually you'll come into my matrix and you will nourish me for a long, long time. And then Janeway says, go back to hell, coward. That's right. And And off he goes back into his light ball. Do you remember when we were kids, Robbie? Hell yeah. was a bad word. Like you didn't see that on TV. Like we would always call hell H-E double hockey sticks, you know, when I was a kid. Oh like, yeah, that was, and you didn't, that was clever. Right, but primetime television didn't have any characters really Not saying really. the word hell. Even that word was kind of censored, right? Um, but here we go. It's common. Go back common to hell, phrase. coward. <laughs> was that your impersonation? Yeah, that was pretty, that pretty was good. That's You're kidding you me. Get. See, that's all I get. Oh. All right. So she I'll says, go it. back to hell. And we go back to the planet crash site and she, she uh, recovers. Yes. The entity is gone from her cerebral cortex. The Bye-bye. entity is gone. Mm-hmm. And yes, the alien presence within her cerebral cortex is gone. And, yeah. and they, uh, they say a number of times we thought we lost you. So that's kind of making sense now. Yeah. Um, and she says to them, uh, well, from what I saw, it's certainly not where I'd like to spend eternity. Right. Um, right. Yeah, that's that's her uh, her feelings about what this guy offered. When they get up after she's regained consciousness from the planet's surface, yeah. they all get up and they start walking away. And Chakotay puts his hand on the small of her back as they're walking out, right? Uh, yeah. Gentle sort of, you're more than a captain to me kind of move. Yes, oh, she yeah. is. There's something there. There's something. And, uh, and so we jump ahead and she's, uh, she's got a captain's log. She talks about the emotional impact of this yeah. experience. Yeah. And uh, in her ready room, the door opens. Chakotay comes in. He brings a rose to her. A single rose. A single rose. And he says, after going head to head with Captain Janeway, he must have realized he'd met his match. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A little smooth talker. And also he says, buttering her up. Yes, he says, I'm reminding you that the doctor told you to take it easy. And she's like, you know what? I'd rather stay busy, which is a very Janeway answer. Absolutely. For sure. But then she says that, you know, maybe they should celebrate, you know, this this, Mm -hmm. this win from not being uh, taken by this alien. And she says, a bottle of champagne and a moonlight sail on Lake George. Again, 
this is not something that Harry suggests to Paris ever. And we're just friends. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Harry right. doesn't go like, hey, Tom, no. what about a moonlight sail with me on Lake George? Like, I would never ask you for <laughs> that. <laughs> but yeah. And look and at the look, they go. look on her off face. What's the look on her face when she comes out when she she crosses camera? She's got oh, this yeah. beaming smile on her face, like she's nine years old, like she just yep. opened up presents on Christmas, basically. No, there's definitely something there. Something's I, I, happening. I, oh gosh, yeah. <laughs> gosh, yeah, yeah. So off they go for their uh, romantic moonlight sail, and uh, the very last line I think of the episode, Chicote says, "That sounds like living." Uh, like, hmm. Hmm. there you go what's your theme i wrote down trust your instincts that things aren't always what they appear mm. that's the lesson i got from this because janeway could have given up a bunch of times mm -hmm. but somewhere deep down in her gut she knew that she wasn't dead that this wasn't right mm. and she kept fighting so i would say uh, trust your instincts things aren't always what they appear Hmm. question okay. things all yeah, right that would be like my theme that. what about you i'm gonna go with i mean that is i agree that is part of that is a theme um or that yeah. is a lesson to be learned for the from this episode but i also for me what stood out was torres's speech um about what janeway gave to her and mm -hmm. a lot of the crew and that is the knowledge that we are better and stronger than mm. we think and this is a message this is a lesson that all of us need to repeat to ourselves. You know what I'm saying? This is something that yeah. that that um, will erase self-doubt because that is something that we all deal with as human beings is self-doubt. You know, we sit here and think, mm -hmm. oh God, I'm not mm -hmm. good enough. I just got hired for that job. Maybe they're gonna really fire me on the first day because they'll realize I'm not right. good enough. I'm not good enough for that. You know, so this right. is this right. is something that creeps into every human being's mind, I think, you know, whether you're young, yeah. old, middle-aged. And so that is my lesson to be learned is that. You need to believe in yourself, you know, and that you are worthy. That's it. I like it. Good. Okay. All right. Well, that was great. Great episode. I give yeah. it a, I'm going to, I'm going to go up to You're an still eight. going to eight. Okay. With an eight. I will raise mine. I'm going to raise mine. I'm going to go to seven, actually. I'm going to, okay. I'm not going to stick it at six. So I'm going to go to seven. So it is, okay. it is a good episode for sure. Um, yeah. All right. Well, join us next week, guys, as Robbie and I will be reviewing Blood Fever and mm. should we say we have a special guest i just said it well we may have a special guest we'll see yeah <laughs> okay we will, um, we will see and for everyone else who happens to be one of our beloved patreon patrons we love you please stay tuned for your bonus segments see you guys see ya